This is Teresa, and this is The O Show, where we love to fill in the blank with the many life-giving conversations we have as a mother-daughter duo. Keep driving, have a seat, or even do your everyday routines while you listen, and let's talk. We are so excited you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Today, it is episode 28, and we are so excited that y'all are joining us. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to talk today about regrets, and I actually looked up the word regrets, and I found this definition, Mm -hmm. and there's several, but... Feeling sad, repentant, or disappointed over something that's happened or been done, especially a loss or a missed opportunity. Okay? Okay. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. And so we want to talk about the problem of regret and then how there is a solution to regret, but being careful that in the solution of regret that we don't fall into the pitfall of those like the motive the motive or the agenda yeah like now what's my motive to overcome the regret and then of course seeking the lord to find out lord i need to know i want my heart right Mm -hmm. so that as i go through with the solution this isn't based on lack but now based on my heart's right lord and i i get to do this i get to do over the right way so Let's talk about regrets. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they come in all forms. There's all sorts. Yep. Um, do you have a specific thing you would like to talk about, maybe to your generation, uh, regarding regrets and how, at times, it can actually cause you to be paralyzed and not really go any further? When I think of regrets... I don't always think about what someone would say a regret is. Okay. Because it can be, like you said, it can be, it can range from something really small to something life changing. Yeah. You know, where your life altered, was altered mm. from that regret. Um, I think I'll, I'll give an example of a small regret. Okay. It could be something every day where you regret not holding the door for that person that you saw coming out. Oh, that's good. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like that, you know, you those tiny regrets in your mind where you're like, dang it, I should have opened that person's door. Or I should have offered to help mm. someone with their groceries or taking the cart back. You know, those little right. things that we that's deal good. with every day or like helping a coworker or a classmate or a friend um, or family member. Um, so like those little things that can get piled up where you feel paralyzed in the sense of, okay, so since I didn't open the door for that person, I'm not going to do it at all, which Mm. like I've struggled with that where, or I get really awkward, you know, where when I do help, it just was not what I was expecting, (laughs) you know, expectations, you know, I'm like, well, forget that. I regret doing that. Because sometimes mm. you regret doing something. It's Get, not It's not just missing an opportunity, but it's also doing something, something where you regret it. 
Can you give an example to that? Well, I just said it. I said regretting oh. opening the door for someone. Okay. Well, I'm not doing that again because they didn't six. You know, um, they didn't respond. They didn't respond the way I was asking, like, or that I was expecting them okay. to respond. Gotcha. So that's an example. Um, a big one, and I'm gonna go there, is somebody having a child that wasn't expecting it, or like, for instance, with you. And these are touchy subjects, but this is what happens in everyday life. Yeah. And especially nowadays, um, like abortions, mm. you know, you regretted. Right. Aborting. Yes. And so, um, and I and, don't want to be like. And I'll speak on that. I just feel like I need to speak to that okay. right now. If there's anyone that is contemplating abortion, learn from my regret right now, it is not worth it. I am telling you right now, with every fiber in my being, please have that baby. Have that child. Whether you choose to um, have it adopted out or or not, let me tell you, Please just just don't go through with that abortion. You will forever, forever be grateful that you heard me say this today. But I want to talk about today overcoming regret and how to heal from regret. There is a quote that I love. It says, you may not be able to rewrite your past, but if you give God the pen, mm -hmm. he can rewrite your future. Example, instead of saying, okay, I regret ever opening the person's door mm. or I regret giving that homeless man a hundred bucks and I felt led to and they didn't respond the way I wanted them to respond, let that be the fuel to want to do more. That's good. And That's so good. Yes, it starts with you, but it starts with you coming alongside God. Okay? Like that's where... It, it has to be because you can't do it on your own. Right. That's the whole thing of, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ. I can only do some things through Tristan. That's good. Okay. I will never be able to go above that point, though, with just myself. That's right. I have to have the Lord with we me. We all have a cap. To break... Mm -hmm. that wall to break the ceiling. Yes. You know, with God, not me. And so I say with that, if you've regretted the small things of opening a door or complimenting someone or whatever, because of a past hurt, keep doing it. Yeah. Keep, Cause what if, what if, yeah, you keep getting, or you keep feeling like you're failing because You've done it again, and yet you still didn't get that response. You do it again because you're thinking, I need to do it again. You know, that comes a chore, becomes a chore, and then yeah. you don't want to do it anymore. Yes. Because you're doing it on becomes your own, you're doing it on your own strength, right? Absolutely. But if what if you reach the one? That's right. What if? Because you will, eventually. You will get there if you keep on going you know yeah, keep on you don't know it. who that one is no i mean you don't know if it's the next joyce meyer or 
you know, the next you. I mean, you have no idea who you're doing this for. And you didn't, hopefully you didn't do it for a thank you. You did it because you could. Mm-hmm. And I think if we get to that place of perspective of just saying, I get to. Mm-hmm. Then our expectations won't be on that person's response, but now on my response to the Father. Lord, I expect that when I do this, that, Lord, you're going to be blessed. And with now, those are the small regrets. With the big ones, such as, you know, unplanned pregnancies or abortions or even, um, you know, when... I don't know. I'm kind of speaking and then you tell me Okay. with this. But growing up, for me, did you ever feel like there was something you wanted me to do because you wanted to do that when you were young and Absolutely. you didn't get to? Absolutely. Okay. So you know how that kind of can look like Living a Living vicariously like a regret, through though? you, yeah. As a parent, it could look like a regret. I didn't do this when I was a kid, so I want my kid to do it. Right. I think that comes from a place of like selfishness a little bit, but also lack. One of the things I'll share, and it was this is kind of like sort of off subject, but not because I really think this is important to hear. But on my Jesus Calling book, one of the days, I think it was last week or the week before, it was talking about how when you worry, it's actually an act of rebellion because you're wow. not trusting in God's promises of what he has said. And, and asked you to believe in, you know, because it does say in his word that he has a hope and a future for you, right? That's right. So when you start worrying instead of praying and giving it to God, you're not trusting in him, mm. you know? And so when I started thinking that, I was like, oh, no, I don't want to mess with anything that he has. That's right. You know what I mean? I don't want to worry. I don't want to this. So regrets is a form of worrying to them. That's so good. Because you're worrying of what it could have been or what it mm. wasn't or, you know. Yeah. Let me speak to that, too, okay. because something just came to uh-huh. me. Have you ever done this before? I know I have. Okay. Where someone's wronged you Mm -hmm. okay and then you almost become like this quote-unquote advocate for other people and you start to say (laughs) i need to warn you oh my god of this person because of your own regret of having these expectations in that person and then they they failed you big time okay or You felt like they failed you. So now what you do is you go, quote unquote, forewarn people about that person because of your own regret dealing with them that now you've put a wedge of unbelief and worry in someone else Hmm. that's about to maybe come into a, a situation with them that... That's so sad. Just, I think really... It's so sad. Really, overall, stop messing yes. with... I mean, I'm not talking hats. about if someone has been molested or no, raped. No, no. Like, that's different. I'm not talking about that. But maybe something that you just had a, a disagreement with someone or, you know, it just didn't go the way that you had hoped. And now you're just like, I got to warn everybody. No, that's that's putting your own stuff on people... And now it, it's another way of, it's manipulation. I mean, that's what it is. 
So we have to be so careful that with regrets, whether it's regretting something we've done or maybe even partnering with someone else, mm-hmm. that we don't impose that on other people. Yeah. But I want to go back to something really quick that you were saying. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs 22, 6, it says, Train up a child in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And when they're old, they won't depart. Now, there's so many facets yeah. to that one scripture. Mm-hmm. One being, when we train up a child, training does not mean talking Training means leading by example. Right. So how we lead our kids Mm -hmm. is how they're going to go. Yeah. So if you lead them in manipulation, don't be surprised that your kids are manipulators. If you lead them in truth, don't be surprised that your kids walk in truth. If you lead them this way, and that's one facet. Another facet is it says train up a child in the way they should go. Right. Not in the way you had hoped you had gone. Yeah. Not in the way you'd hoped your parents had parented you. But you have to go to the father and say, Lord, what does this what child it does need? this child need? Yeah. Who are they to you? Who were they created to be? And now, Lord, let me train them in that way. Yeah. Something that I've loved that you guys have both done, you and dad both. Um it's just so funny because, you know, dad is such a protector. Yes. But what's so crazy, because, you know, dad's a big guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. and and you would think, I think people think when they see him that dad's just like this big protector. And he is. And, you know, is very, not controlling, but, you know, can be very, like, Intimidating. Strict and yes. stuff. But what's so funny, and I think what shocks people all the time is when dad says about me, and you've you've done it too, but it's kind of obvious (laughs) for you, you know, but saying that I'm not his, Mm. I'm God's, I'm the Lord's, and that's what he entrusted. Yes. And, And you both have said that, and I think that's so powerful because you guys don't have to do anything. Because you know that you do, you know, you're not going to be like lazy and you know what I mean? But but you guys fully entrust the Lord with me because you know that I don't belong to you. Yes, you're my mom, my earthly mom and dad, but I belong to God as do you both you as do you, you know? Um, so it's something that's really cool that I've always been encouraged by to think, wow, my, even my dad trusts in the Lord that much to say that. I'm his. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. And Can I tell you why he does that? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know the secret sauce to that? Sure. Because every time he says it, it's a reminder to his flesh when he wants to control a situation mm-hmm. over you. I know yeah. I do this for myself as well. That I'm like, no, I'm going to say this out loud. That you belong to him. Yep. That I do not have to manipulate this situation. Yeah. Just like this. If I wanted you to have a certain teacher when you were in school, that was easy for me to, man- for me to manipulate. Mm-hmm. Okay? But then I had to go, hold on, Lord. I have to trust mm-hmm. 
that Father, in the name of Jesus, wherever my daughter is going to be, it is because you want her there. Whether it's to grow in you and find out that you are her source of strength. Yeah. Or whether it's, oh my gosh, she's going to get the teacher I always wanted her to have. Hmm. Yeah. But I had to learn that if I try to always, quote unquote, protect you from feeling... Wow. The resistance Re- in people and things. Rejection. Exactly. Right. Then what am I doing? I'm actually, I'm further causing more injury. Yep. Because when you go out into the real world where the enemy is waiting to kill, steal, and destroy, you will not be equipped to know mm. the grace of God over your life. And trusting in the Lord. And trusting in the Lord yep, to where, true. You, you know, so we have to be so careful as parents. I think what happens too is we make... Permanent decisions on temporary feelings. Yes. The Lord wants us outside of that. He wants to break the barriers. He wants to pop that bubble. You know, he wants to just invade in the hearts mm. of people. We, we we tend to live safe lives. And that's not where you're going to find God. No. You're not going to. Yes, God's everywhere. God is with us. He He is omniscient omnipotent but if you want to see the miraculous you've got to be in the midst of mayhem faith isn't faith until what it's tested Tested, right hope isn't hope until there is despair involved peace is not peace until you see chaos and storms like this is not and i do want to be careful with this because a lot of people believe that if there's not chaos in oh, their life, yeah, that's true. That, that they're not they're doing, doing something wrong. wrong. They're doing something wrong. Absolutely. That's a lie. Yeah. Like that is such a lie. Absolutely. You know, why are you volunteering yourself for turmoil when there doesn't need to be turmoil? Right. You know, yes. like don't volunteer yourself for that. Yes. And you wonder why you're in the mess. Yes. I wonder why. <laughs> no, I'm so glad you said that because. But it's true. Faith is a faith till it's tested. Yes. But, but look, I'm not going to volunteer myself to do a test if I don't need to. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. ain't doing that. Right. We've covered enough on the small regrets, you know, and how to handle that and combat that. But I really want to, I just keep saying I really want to get into unplanned pregnancies okay. and abortion. Those two things are very hard but they're also something that can be very, um, can be turned around for good. All of a sudden you have this feeling of regret that you're pregnant and that brings a form of rejection mm, to, to the baby, to the baby. Yeah. Um, wow. and so of course, then you, you know, you go in with a high and now you're excited mm. and, oh my gosh, is it going to be a boy or a girl? What am I going to name him or her? Right. You know, you think of all these little things, but, but it, there's still that root of rejection there because of the regret. Mm. Um, and you're reminded of that each day you're growing a little human inside of you. Okay. Mm. And so, um, of course it's masked with the feelings of people coming around you and the excitement building up. And now you're getting a little bit more excited, but there's still that worry, you know, and I'm not a parent again. I don't know, but I'm just going in thinking that, you know, but 
you know, after that nine month, whatever, you have the child, it's beautiful, but feel like you're stuck. You look at that child as a regret in kind of in a rejection place, even though you're so excited to have a child mm-hmm. and it's your own flesh and blood and you're looking at it. It's still, you know, you feel like your life is stopped there. Mm because of your age or because of you weren't you weren't expecting it you know whether you're young or you're young older. or old whatever yeah. it could be you know you feel like your life is at pause mm. and i just want to speak to that right now because what i really want to say is it is such a beautiful thing and it is so exciting and take it on full force yes like literally run with your child like go and what i mean by that is what you were talking about in proverbs train your child up right yes you know like that's right oh my goodness do you know the places that they'll go for the lord Mm. if you just commit your child to god Mm. i mean no longer a regret no longer a mistake no longer rejection but what we are gonna speak for that child is Love, you know, acceptance and the kindness and the joy of the Lord that rests on you and your child, whoever's listening to this. I just keep seeing that, that no longer rejection. Yes. You know. Forget your former nothing. shame. It, it, no, it doesn't shame. matter anymore yes. because guess what is in front of you? The Lord gave you a gift. In of, the midst. In the midst of what you would consider a regret. And so take it on full force. Yes. I mean, run with your child. And for the side of the abortions, I believe that, you know, we've talked about a little bit about, you know, your story yes. with abortion. Um, but, you know, a lot of people have that regret and they think about their child every day, you know, mm-hmm. um, and what it could have been. Mm-hmm. And what if if I would have just stuck it out, you know? Um, and, and we hate on ourselves yeah. for those things. And I see this for the people who have had abortions. And it doesn't matter if you chose to or not, if or you were forced to. You know what I'm saying? Because there's yes. so many different paths of life that come to that. I don't know how it ha- You know, I don't know how it happens. Right. Or how it happened for anyone listening or, you know. But I I keep seeing this now. Is you're going to get to come alongside people. And maybe the person who's listening already has been able to come alongside either children, young adults, or older people. And being able to just be that life mm. for them. And not... In the agenda or the motive of, um, you know, trying to, to get something void. back, yes. you know? Um, but... From a pure place. But remember, nobody can complete you. Only God can. That's right. So, when you come alongside someone, come alongside God there. Yes. With that person. You can't do it on your own, like we said. All of this, you cannot do on your own. Raising your child upright, you can't do it on your own. Mm. Strength. 
you have to come alongside the Lord and what he has yes. the plan and purpose for each of those situations and things. But what I see for the abortions is being able to be a blessing to people, you know, yes. in that, in the life giving way. And, and also knowing to no longer wear your shame. Mm. So I want to speak to that Tristan right mm-hmm. now to whoever, to whomever is listening. It says, fear not. You will no longer live in shame. Don't be afraid. There is no more disgrace for mm-hmm. you. You will no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of widowhood. For your creator will be your husband. The Lord of heaven's armies is his name. He is your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of all the earth. For the Lord has called you back from your grief as though you were a young wife abandoned by her husband, says your God. And that's from Isaiah 54. And yes, although this is a prophecy over Jerusalem, I also believe that this Receive is for yourself. a word mm-hmm. for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Then there's also one more. It's Psalm 34, verse 5. It says, those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. And if you back up to verse four, it says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all of my fears. I love that. I love that. I think we just ended right there. I think so too. So what more could be said? What more could be said? But we want to say thank you so much for joining us today on Oh, dot, 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 with Teresa and Tristan. We are so grateful that y'all joined us on our podcast via iTunes and even Stitcher. We really are grateful for your reviews. If you haven't written one yet, please do so. We would love it. And more than anything, thank you for sharing with your friends and family.